Funny how a day later, I don't hear conviction in Rich's voice when he says, yeah, I, I, I would take I would take Zach Wilson. <laughs> He's over, flip-flopped about 10 times over on Kirk this Cousins. quarterback yeah. situation. We are 20 days away, everybody. If you are scoring at home, and I know that you are. Why wouldn't you? Um, 20 days away from the NFL trade deadline. Jay Glazer will be here in about 20 minutes. We will fire up the NFL trade machine and see if any deals will get done. Will there be a fire sale in Denver? Is everything not named Patrick Sertan up for grabs? What about in Minnesota? Where, where, what about the other teams? Anyway, you get my point. We'll have fun with it. Anyway, hope you're doing well. Thank you for being here. My name is Andrew, as you just heard. Who is the voice person, by the way? She does a good job. Brockman. Jazz Kelly, Seton O'Connor's wife from the Dan I, Patrick Show. Really? Yes. <laughs> really? Correct, wow. sir. I, 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 I did not know that. Chris Brockman, everybody. <laughs> Jason is here sitting in for Del hey. Tufo, as I believe he was playing drums for you two last night <laughs> at the Sphere. And TJ as well. Gentlemen, thank you for making my life easy. What's up, Andrew? It is great to see you all. Okay, good. That, you, that, that, was me. that was your phone just did? That was me. All right, you have to buy donuts so tomorrow. Do I have to do a lap? Yeah. Have I, to I have donuts, to do a lap. Uh, I'll buy donuts tomorrow on my last day sitting in. Is there a till? till? Hold on. Rich does have. We don't have a till, though. That's the thing. Is this a real money? Oh, no. This is a There's a hundo back here. Like a real hundo? No, that's what I thought, too. Oh. So there, there's, a, there's a mug back here with a bunch of pens and all these things. This is Rich's show, Rich's desk. I've, I'm a guest in his house. It's kind of like Airbnb-ing it, um, although I'm not paying, although I should. Um, I'm happy to be here. And there's a hundo in this thing, and, and I've been eyeing it. Oh, I've been looking for <laughs> that. I'm not going to take it. Oh, that's, I've been looking for that. But you said fine jar, TJ. Yeah. And so I thought maybe that's how I would pay the fine. Um, yes, 50, as I like to say on NFL Network, when that happens, because I get iMessage through my laptop, if it, if it happens, um, it's 15 yards on me. Obviously, uh, we'll back up. Anyway, thank you for being here, everybody. As always, flattered and happy to be here. Jay Glazer will join us in about 20 minutes. Bruce Feldman in the third hour. Rich chimes in from London in the second hour here as well as we, on Wednesday, as always, start to turn the page to the next week in the National Football League. Not just the Chiefs and the Broncos coming up to open up TNF on Amazon Prime on Prime Video tomorrow in Kansas City with Travis Kelsey's availability in question, among other things there, and all the Denver storylines as well. Also, I don't know if you've noticed this. You probably haven't if you're not a Broncos fan, but the Broncos haven't beaten the Chiefs since like the 80s. <laughs> it's actually 15 consecutive games. Is it really? 15? Oh, it's my 15, God. And maybe you didn't. Okay, there you go. I did not there know. There you go. I, I, did. I, I, I did not did know that. But it did feel like a lot. 15, seven and one half years worth of meetings. Wow. 15. I mean, this extends well back, well back into the Alex Smith day and age. That's how long it's been. 
We'll talk about that one. And as we turn the page here, I should, should I do the phone number? Let's do the phone number. It's 844-204-RICH. 844-204-RICH. Yeah, yeah, Somebody, people call us. Let's go. What, you didn't get up? We, could, we took some calls yesterday. I know, but let's more. I want more. Let's go, people. I need people. callers. Where are my callers? Thank you, Larry King. Do, do you want to do like a hacksaw? You on the five parking lot. I'm looking for a golf call. React to me. <laughs> yes. Show me your lightning bolt. I mean, there was live on news the yesterday if you want to get into it. What, there was what? <laughs> there was live news if you want to get into it yesterday. Lift news? Live? live? Golf? You want to talk oh, golf? Oh, they said we lift. actually talk <laughs> Like the pink app on to. my phone that I get a ride on. No, yeah. no, not the not <laughs> L-I-V. <laughs> like L-I-V. They're not going to get the points uh, OWGR yeah. Yeah, world ranking points. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Okay. People are angry. You know what? Hold that thought. Just we'll, Greg we'll save that for later. Got it. Okay. Let's do the football here. Can, we, right. can we do that? I like football. I like football. As well. Rich's game, the London game, the NFL Network NFL Plus game, uh, has the Ravens already there. I know on GMFB this morning, Good Morning Football, on NFL Network, they did a lot of Jason McCourty today. Can you please stop talking about travel? I don't care. It's a game. Like, however they get there, they get there. He, he planted that flag. I kind of agree with him. However, I disagree last week because I do think the Bills messed it up. The Jaguars had the decided advantage to be there for the full week. And I, and I think they didn't take that into consideration. I know the Ravens are already there. Lamar Jackson is on the podium. Jamie Erdahl tweeted this morning that the Ravens, when they shipped all their stuff over a couple of months ago, tweet or uh, sent 400 chargers, not chargers, like the wall outlet adapter things, right? Because they knew that a bunch of 20-somethings would likely forget that adapter and forget to prime it the day before, right? So they sent 400 adapters over. I mean, little bits of information that you could talk about at the water cooler at your office if there still is a water cooler and if you still go to an office. Um, John Harbaugh was on the podium today in London and sat down. Evidently, it was a table and a microphone looked very Ted Lasso-esque. And he said, well, this is cool. I feel like I feel like Ted Lasso. That is the first game up on Sunday after the TNF game Coming up tomorrow. Want to focus on the game last Sunday night, however. Because we think, I think, that there's a pretty strong chance that the Cowboys and the 49ers meet again. Do we agree? Or are you are you done with the Cowboys? Hold on. TJ, start with you. Ooh. Am I done with them? I'm, I know you're not I'm, done I mean, with them. Unfortunately, I can't be done with them. But seeing them meet again, I uh, maybe... No, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know what's going on with our team right now, Andrew. And as I'm looking at our schedule, Chris, we talked about this morning, and you said to me, bro, your team might be in trouble. I kind of agree with you a little bit because, like Rich says, we don't have anyone who stands out on offense. The defense just got completely just pants pulled down and bottom spanked on I think, Sunday. I think you're being negative, TJ. Just a little bit. You're, be, you're being negative. I think sunny uh, sunny side up here. How can you take anything here. positive from that? Because, because I've seen the script. They're going to play again. Sunny, sunny side up. It I could, have the script here. I feel like we could go down the same path as we did last year. Cowboys, five seed, yes. upset Falcons, Bucks in the playoffs again, the and then play seed. 49ers, who yes. we assume will be the one seed. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. They're going to meet again, yeah. guys. It could happen They're again. They're going to meet again. Likely. And it's going to be in Santa Clara. Right. That was the point I made Monday morning. We'll go to the game this time, TJ. Yes. <laughs> it's easy. Easy. It's easy. 40, 45 minutes. 40, you, don't, you don't have to leave three hours early like Del Tufo to get the private plane to go up there. Like We're right here by LAX. Right here. You can actually walk to the to, to United Terminal 8 right here from where we sit. It's kind of a far walk. Okay. You could totally do it. You could. You, you go up to 
Go up to PCH, yeah, walk up, turn left at Century. It depends on what time your flight's leaving. You know, there's a lot of... Oh, I may walk. I got to fly out after the show tomorrow. I may walk. <laughs> I got a roller. It'll be easy. I'm going to suggest I actually you thought about doing that. I might. Andrew, I digress. It has to be over 15,000 feet for you to walk. That's a oh, hike. no, I'm yeah. not a step guy. That's a hiking joke. Hiking, oh, 15,000 feet. Oh, they meant steps. Elevation. Okay. Um, Andrew likes hiking. I do like I like hiking. I like climbing. I'm doing the climbing <laughs> thing, too, like the harness, the ice axe, and all that. Um, you See, mock I, Andrew, it. That's, that's, that's I do mock it. Do mock it. What and, you do with the axe and the boots, people who like are like, I'm going to run you, and I'm going to go hike. No, you're going on a walk up a slight incline. We bro. are that's, getting way, way too LA way. granular <laughs> here, but can I explain to the people at home? The Santa Monica Mountains, which are lovely here, um, highest point is like 3,600 feet. That's Sandstone Peak. That's way out west towards Malibu, in Malibu, almost towards Oxnard. Anyway, I digress. There is a, a, a spot in Hollywood called Runyon Canyon, where when you go to Runyon Canyon, um, it's, it's just a, you know, a walk around a hill. It's a good workout, though. It's, it's, it's nice. a steep hill. It's a good workout. Like people it is a hill that is covered in doggy doo. Oh, yeah. A lot of dogs. <laughs> Because everyone takes their dog. And it is a hill where the paparazzi, no joke, hang out at the gate. Yeah. Right? Top and bottom. Top and bottom. Yeah. Because so many celebrities live near there. and They, they want to go work out. But so many C, D, E, F, Z-list celebrities go there hoping to be pictured <laughs> by the paparazzi. <laughs> and at the gate, it, it is the worst. Runyon Canyon is the worst L.A. has to offer. <laughs> like when people in the rest of the country want to thumb their nose at us here in Los Angeles, a, a beautiful, diverse, amazing, has everything for anyone kind of town. Um, they th Runyon Canyon is the worst of us <laughs> because it is filled with Instagram wannabes at the gate posing for photos in their workout gear. Like people bring photographers there so that they could be pictured. Uh, you would not catch me dead. <laughs> not catch me dead. I we are. Man, I'm Man, glad Jay's coming up. Talk about ADHD it. because I am all over the reservation today. Football. Where were we? Football. Cowboys. Okay, Cowboys, Cowboys. Niners. Cowboys, Niners. They're going to be together yeah. in January. <laughs> January. Santa Clara. Okay. Let's we'll go. Be there. All right. We'll be there, TJ. And Viso Papel, I've seen the script. They're going to they're gonna meet again. They're going to meet again. So that said, you remember that George Kittle ripped up his, pulled up his jersey uh -huh. with the bleep Dallas T-shirt, right? The audacity. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was kind of cool, TJ. I, I, I think it's if great. You're not a cowboy fan. Micah Parsons has a podcast. He's good at it. Because who doesn't have a podcast? And Micah Parsons answered back. Roll the tape. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, F Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. The Edge with Micah Parsons. So I agree he didn't have to make it personal. You don't have to go there. He, he, as you described earlier, TJ, very much plays the wrestler card. That was a very wrestler thing to do. Mm -hmm. Agree? Yeah. I mean, he didn't have the folding chair, the fake blood, and the trash can, and all that. No, it's not fake. <sighs> Shut up. I love you. I mean that 
I, I mean that, by the way. Can I take that back? It's very rude to tell someone to shut up. I apologize sincerely. I didn't take I, it. I do. I did okay. not take it. Now, negative. apparently. <laughs> you know what I mean. Apparently, that was, that was a callback to a Gary Plummer shirt from the 90s. Ah. Gary Plummer. Veteran linebacker veteran Gary Plummer linebacker joins the show. used to okay. play for the 49ers. Yes. Did, the, did something similar after this. a turnover, okay. lifted up his shirt, and had an F Dallas t-shirt okay. on. I don't think it was necessary. I do, for talk radio and television purposes, thank George Love Kittle it. for yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I do <laughs> think Micah Parsons responded in the right way. I do not think it will be different in January. <laughs> Let me just write it down right now. If these two teams meet again, it's not going to be different. It's not you know, I almost feel like Apollo Creed going, there ain't going to be no rematch. No, there is going to be a rematch, and it is not going to be any different. It might not be a 32-point margin of victory, but the 49ers are the better team, period, end of conversation. And you know who also agrees with me, because of course he does, it would be a headline if he didn't, is Debo Samuel. It was already personal before the game started. Now I'm... Um... 42 to 10, I don't think you like want to see us again. It might be a little bit worse. It might mm. be a little bit worse. Mm. Oh, baby. By the way, can't confirm Gary Plummer did have this shirt, and it was... Yeah. They lifted up and did yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. the same thing. I so, remember that picture now. Cool callback. There is, if, if we could circle back to that, something cool about George Kittle knowing his Niner history... Right? Yeah. Homage yeah. to said history. But I think, remember the line in Top Gun? Son, you're writing checks. Your body can't cash. <laughs> Great line. Right? I think the Niners are writing checks that they can cash. Truly. Yes, people still do have checkbooks. And I think the <laughs> Niners are writing checks that they can cash. Now, I say that all the while, all the while, with the idea that I think the Browns can beat the Niners this week. I know this sounds crazy. What? I know it sounds crazy. It's a shorter week. They played Sunday night. It's an East Coast trip. Okay. Um, the Browns defense, I think, is better than the Cowboys defense. I know. Actually, I know it's better than the Cowboys defense. The Browns have a better defense than the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I think the Browns can make this interesting. That said, a lot depends on who plays quarterback for the Browns. Mm -hmm. A lot. The A-team is going to be there for Fox. Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, Aaron Andrews, Tom Rinaldi. I will be calling the game on Browns radio. I am thrilled to announce that. I think I did at the end of the show yesterday. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. With your buddy Nathan Zagura, my buddy as well, sitting in for the great Jim Donovan. Fingers crossed that Jim is back soon, fighting the good fight. It'll be a boyhood dream come true for me. I could not be more psyched. Um, I think the Browns give the Niners a hell of a fight. But I do not think when the Cowboys go there again, and they will, again, seeing the script. You should see, by the way, the Donna Kelsey heel turn later in the year. Oh, whoa. Andrew, I'm, I'm there with you, man. Yeah. I, I also received. Did not see that coming. I do not think it is different the next time the Cowboys go there. I just don't. 
I really, really don't. Yeah. You going to be in the building Monday night when the Cowboys are here to play the Chargers, TJ? Probably not. Why? <laughs> Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's go to the game. Because it, it's a lot to go to a football game. Oh, will just you to stop? You live seven minutes away. It, it is a lot. Stop. It, it, there's a, it's a $100 parking, which we all know. Uber. Uber. Okay, Uber's going to cost you 75 bucks. Either way you look at it. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not going to cost you, well, on the way back. Getting yeah. out of there is a mess. Getting, getting, out, of getting out of any stadium is a mess. Getting out of any stadium is horrible. horrible. But like, you know what you're doing right here? What? You're. This is the most L.A. thing. Uh, uh, yeah, the uh, it's so close, the traffic. But it's, it is a thing. My, hey, listen. I, unless you're my dad, and I, and I say this, by the way, this is not a, I'm, I'm going to preface this, because that's what I do. I preface everything. My dad's in his late 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't want to go. It's easier on the couch. I understand it for him, right? I get it. TJ, you are young and spry. <laughs> go to the stinking and, game. And single with and no kids. single. <laughs> Go to the game. Yeah, go meet. It's your favorite team. Go meet your team. Maybe there's a cowgirl there waiting for you. (laughs) It's Jay Felly. There is nothing better, guys, than sitting in your own crib, in your own space. There is nothing better than being at the game. I I, I will disagree with that. There's nothing better. Do you find excuses to not go to Cowboy Training Camp in Oxnard? Yes. Because of the traffic? (laughs) Not the traffic, because of the access. This man wants VIP everything. Do he doesn't. Mean? He doesn't want to just because go I as a fan. Because I want to okay, there was a point in time. I don't even know why we're on this subject. I know we got to go to break soon. There was a point in time where, because of connections I had, I would be able to go to Oxnard. Okay. I was in the locker room. I was on the field. I was talking to Jerry. Okay, and so, then, and so then if they're I not taping your access. ankles and giving you a helmet, you ain't going. Now I lost that access, so now I'd have to stand in the back of the crowd where you, you know wouldn't. it's like when you fly wow. first. And we you are a go media company. We can wow. get credential. But we've never wow. gotten credential. Do you realize that you're? The average fan listening, and we thank all fans for listening, has never been to a Cowboys training camp in any capacity. Or or training camp for their favorite team anywhere. Okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hook you up next do you, time. Do you not it. get the that... Just that aspect of being there and being able to sure. have that and then have to go back and just stand in the back of the crowd and just sit there and can't say anything. TJ, it's so you understand why someone might world. not want to? This is a first world problem, buddy. It is a first world problem, yeah. and I'm saying I choose not to okay. do that, so I don't go to camp. Either Rich or myself, we, we will get you to Oxnard next year. You know what? We'll like we'll get you into the residence in, and and if you need Marriott points to go, like oh, we'll, like, we'll saying, get I'm your. I've been fortunate enough huh? to do Got that. Some bonvoy so points. I, we can just give you some bonvoy, bonvoy points. points. <laughs> 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 they, they, they rent out the residence in for a month. They really do. That's a lot of bonvoy points. A lot of bonvoy points. That is a lot of bonvoy points. You are definitely, definitely getting free breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next. You got to eat by nine, though. That's the problem. What's going to happen to the trade deadline? Glazer. Kirk Cousins, Jerry Judy. Saw a topic bar this morning on a show that she'll remain nameless. Get up. Saying, <laughs> will the Broncos trade Russell Wilson? Uh, come on. Does anyone want Russell Wilson? As horrible as that sounds. Not personal, but he just He hasn't been player. terrible, but he really hasn't. He hasn't been terrible. Rough. Jay Glazer. Glazer. Live from New York. Coming up next, Andrew in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Whenever they uh, have a shot of a head coat. The cutaway. The cutaway. Mm-hmm. We like to guess mm-hmm. what that individual is like as a stepfather. <laughs> Brockman, who's up first? Who do we have up first here? First up, Alabama head coach, Nick, Nick Saban. Saban. What is he, what would, taking a look at Nick Saban. Nick is Saban is the kind of stepfather that regardless of how uh, different he may seem to you, mm-hmm. in every single Christmas card yes. photo, his hair has been the exact same <laughs> since the since he married your mother. He's also the kind of stepfather that wears uh, uh, dress pants and then a you know a, a white tank top undershirt <laughs> all the time, unless he leaves the house and then he puts on the dress shirt. Former 49er head coach, current Michigan head coach, um, Jim uh, Harbaugh. Be gentle here. You be having a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. You think it's going really great. Mm-hmm. And then he just all of a sudden gets a look on his face and he goes, what was that? <laughs> and your heart just goes into your throat and you think you've you, you've said something horribly wrong. And you instantly start thinking about all the things that you could possibly yeah. be getting in trouble sure. for. Do we have Tom Sula? Do we yeah, have we Tom? have a bonus line. Yeah, you got Tom Sula? You I've, got got this, yeah, I've got I've got this one. What about your current Niner head coach? He is the kind of guy that we will be having a conversation with you, and he'll never be looking at you. And uh, he'll be going, how was your day? You got a good day? And you start telling him how your day was. And then he'll always go, hey, honey, what's for dinner? <laughs> No matter what you're talking about, so you can me, be can bearing I, can we your try? soul. Can we try? Yeah, you'd be bearing your soul. Yeah. So uh, hold on a minute. So um, I'll be I'll be your stepson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 Richie, how, how was the day? That was great, uh, Dad. Let me tell you about what was going on. Hey, in honey, here. have you seen the clicker? <laughs> Where's the clicker? <laughs>
everybody. It's uh, the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, I'm Andrew sitting in for Rich, who is going to be here from London. As mentioned, cannot tease that enough. It's his show, his name's on the wall. Coming up in our second hour, London will be calling. I am, however, while Rich is not here, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk. It is, it is wonderful. It has great carpentry and lovely glass. It has a fake $100 bill behind it as well. It is furnished by Granger. I can't believe you guys have never seen the fake hundo back here we know with supplies game, and solutions for every industry granger has the right product for you call or click granger.com or just stop by jay glazer coming up momentarily glazer. third hour will be bruce feldman second hour will be rich i'm told jay is here fresh off an appearance on good morning football where uh, I believe he and Kyle lifted during that commercial. <laughs> I, I kid. Jay, it's good to see you, man. How are you? Good, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How was GMFB? You guys are having fun. Oh, it was great. It's fantastic. Yeah. You know, I mean, real ADD conducive. It was fantastic. Well, hey, let's, let's talk about that because for those who don't know, I mean, you, you obviously talk about it all the time. You talk about the ADHD. I know you told the story this morning about when you were a kid and you needed to step outside or the teacher, the teacher thought you were faking it and trying to run a game on them like how has it as you've overcome it right and gotten where you've gotten have there been times where like it's really helped you like yeah. I, I, I know for me I, i've never been diagnosed but there are times where like the ability to go all over the place like on sundays doing red zone like that yeah. actually can help you and be a benefit yeah. at times well here's the one thing i had to do with all my mental health issues my depression anxiety adhd i had to figure out where they're my superpower not where they're shaming me. That allows me to talk about them more. Like I could brag about them. I could, you know, really open up to my friends, but the ADHD, look, it allows me to, and you know, I wasn't diagnosed. I, I was diagnosed in 1989. So back then, nobody really knew what it was. I had to explain to my teachers what it was. And they thought I was pulling like a Ferris Bueller and just trying to get out and walk out of class and whatnot. So where it's helped me is certainly being an NFL insider. And especially when I was doing the you know, minute by minute breaking news when that internet thing first came out, which I think is going to take off. Hmm, uh, it's you know, big. I'd have two Plastics. phones going on yep. and, you know, still to this day, right? You'll have a GM over here and then somebody else texting through here and another coach over here constantly. So where is it my superpower? It allows me to do three things or four things at once. It also allows me to have six careers going at the same time, you know, six different things. So I realized, okay, there's certain things I can't do, which I can't sit in a three-hour college class in a lecture. Can't do it. Not able to do it. I can't walk into a restaurant and just sit there calmly. I hear every voice and every conversation that goes on. And I know I have to explain to friends of mine, hey, listen, I I'm paying attention. I'm present. I just hear everything else that goes on. So I've had to make it something where I don't feel ashamed by it. And not only do I not feel ashamed by it, it's become my superpower. It allows me to do what I do in my career field. It it's funny, the, res the, the, the restaurant thing. Like, I was at a dinner Saturday night, and, and I was – back to the restaurant but facing a window and a sidewalk and i felt like i had to keep reminding the people i was with that i am present because my eyes are looking at everyone yeah. walking down the sidewalk here yeah. you know what i'm saying yep. yep and it's almost like you're constantly apologizing yeah. because you're not maintaining eye contact right no 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 doubt and that's again i now know to say something to someone or a lot of times also like social media man that because of the ADHD, we'll sit there, we have this going, then we have this going, we have that going, there's a million things. I now know, you know what? Okay, this can't be an out for me. I've got to turn this upside down and be present with the person that I'm with. 
Well, dude, it, it, it's amazing, obviously, with, with the six careers and only one phone to keep all track of it. Um, and, one uh, phone that you know of. Yeah, how many phones do you have, by the way? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to say anything. Then people are going to start tracing them. I'm not going to do that. I mean, do you have fake social media accounts? I you used burner, to have a like phone. Like Matt Canada social, social media accounts? I, I used to have a phone that, oh, I feel so bad. It was traced to like some some lady in like Arkansas or something. Because I was con- like when I had the spy, Spygate video, I was convinced oh. that my phones were being tapped. So I had two different phones going. One of them went to this poor lady in Arkansas. Uh, and I know that she got a. I think she got a bunch of calls. I do think people were trying to track certain things. I'm paranoid like that. Wait a minute. Let, let's go down that road. Was was your phone tapped? You got to ask her. No, I'm asking you. <laughs> you got to ask the lady who, when you called up and went to this lady. Yeah. Do, it was, it was, did, did I you, think it was getting tr- tapped? Yeah. Nah, no. You know, the old head of security for the NFL, Milt Ulrich, it's not like he was, you know, he, he wasn't a Mr. Uh, Mossad or CIA. No. Mm-hmm. You didn't get one of those links that said, this is uh, the U.S. Postal Service and your package is at a warehouse and we can't get it there. Click on this link. No, you didn't get oh, one of those? Oh, I always click on those. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, we're talking to Fox's Jay Glazer. Um, we're 20 days away from the trade deadline. I know the uh, the screaming heads, the morning shows are all doing the Kirk Cousins is going to get traded thing. Um, Justin Jefferson's out. I mean, Kwesi does say they're kind of a competitive rebuild, whatever the heck that means. Why wouldn't you listen? But you have to have somebody that would want him. And if it isn't the Jets, Jay, is there a team out there? The Jets Jets don't have the ammunition. So So then how it could be the Jets B, I think Aaron Rodgers plays for the Jets next year. So I don't see how that's going to happen. So then who would it be? Is there a team out there that wants Kirk Cousins barring another injury to someone else that we can't predict? I mean, I don't know if what where you could go, especially the type of contract he's going to want. See, here's the thing, too, with the trade deadline. People have a million things going, but the guys who do normally get traded are somebody in the last year of their deal, right? Kirk That's is. That's usually traded, right? So it's not – but but there's, you'll see a billion names out there right now. So it's usually a guy in the last year of your, your deal who not only are you trading for, but then you do have to give them some sort of monster contract going forward, right? We saw it with – you know, whether Rams did it with Jalen Ramsey or um, who else? Chubb last year with the uh, Broncos, with, right, Dolphins. Broncos to, to the Dolphins. It's usually a guy like that that gets traded where it's somebody, mm, we're not probably not going to resign him, so let's go get a bunch of them. So I, I want everybody, when they're looking at the trade deadline, to look at those names, not just, well, this team stinks, so they're going to have a fire sale. Not everybody's just going to have a fire sale because their team isn't doing well. Okay, but Kirk Cousins, I think right. most of the world – thinks his deal or a his deal is up b the, right, right. they're, they're likely up. not going to pay him next year another mm-hmm. massive contract so doesn't that, he fit there in that under those criteria I, I, think the Vikings, I think the vikings want him back you do whoa yeah i do i do at least in camp they did okay okay i haven't been back there since camp but i think they wanted him back then yeah that would be news to a lot mm-hmm. interesting I think they did Okay, then let's go to Denver because that would be a fire sale. Like yep. Jerry, Judy, anybody? You, do you think they would make moves like that? Well, I think that they'll make moves. I don't think – I think like Sean Payton said, they're not the ones who are initiating. And that's the other thing too. You don't want to be the one initiating. When you're initiating, these GMs think, oh, I'm going to get a lesser deal. So they are hoping that somebody else calls them. It's like the power of negotiation. That's what they think helps them out. So, yeah, I could certainly see – Denver, though, if somebody makes them a good deal, 
trading certain things off. But, you know, eventually, too, you have to say, okay, there's got to be some ammunition we have here to build upon. Trades aside, how much more time, how much patience does Sean Payton have with Russell Wilson? Hmm. I, that's a good question. And here's the thing, too. This is the only year. Like, if you're going to get rid of Russ, it's got to be after this year, just the way his contract is. So I think it's still um, – I don't know the answer to the question yet. I don't think Russell's playing, you know, the way that you'd want a superstar quarterback to play. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if Sean knows his answer yet. How about – that's what I should say. Ooh. Did Sean think this roster was better before he got there? I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. And and I've been yeah, I you know I talked to him in camp once. I didn't go to their camp. I only talked to him once in camp. And I think he thought there was going to be a lot, you know, the, the piece was going to be a lot better, or that he was going to, you know, resonate with them a lot more. That's the other thing too. Like, has he resonated with guys? You got to look some of this on Sean also. Sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And and the Nathaniel Hackett thing is on him as yeah. well. Do you think in retrospect he regrets it? Absolutely. It just didn't make any sense. You know, it just I, – but, but I also think, like, you, you never talk about any man like that. I don't care if you're talking about the dude who works at Starbucks. You don't talk about his job like that. We're talking to Jay Glazer, Fox Sports Insider. Is that your official title? What's your official yeah. title? Okay. Yeah, for 20 years, baby. Okay. 20 and years in counting. It's our 30th year. 30th 20 year. 20 years for me. On the NFL 20 on years for Kurt and I. 16 for Stray and 30 for those guys. That's amazing. And the show's as good as it's been. And this is a, and we a, love each other, a 30th man. We, anniversary. We got the greatest locker room in the world, man. It's great. Speaking of locker room, I, I can't imagine what it is like right now in New England where Bill Belichick this morning said yeah. he is sticking with Mac Jones. Jay, how do you think that thing ends? Like, Ooh, where, where's man. that going? I think they need an answer quarterback, and I don't know if they they have the answer there. So that, that gets a little bleak when you're not sure you have the answer in that room. But also, you know, as it goes down this road, I think you have to look at the bigger picture. Does they look at it and say, hey, you know, does this year is this the year that we just part from Bill Belichick? I think those answers are that's a that's a real question that's going to be asked at the end of the year. Do you think this? I, is I don't it? think Bill Belichick just has. Um, carte blanche for the rest of his career to just stay there as long as he wants. I don't think that's it's like that anymore. Do you think this is his last year? I don't like to to guess. You know that. I like right. to be accurate. It's, it would be a guess. I mean, can I see it? I can. But I could also see him working. I mean, knowing it's just different. So I don't like to guess. We were talking yesterday, and this is a ridiculous hypothetical, so I'm not trying to get some cheap Twitter clip that, you know, you, you said this and that. We're, we're, just, we're, we're just talking here among friends. And we were having the conversation, if let's say it is the end, right? And he and Robert Kraft right. decided to go their separate ways for whatever reason. This is the end of the road. He still doesn't get to Don Shula. Is there an owner who sees how badly it has gone the last couple of years there and says, I'm willing to give a 72-year-old Bill Belichick the keys to my car. Oh, absolutely. It's Bill Belichick. Absolutely. I, I do think, though, however, I think the style of a Belichick or guys kind of who just, you know, kind of leave with that iron fist, I think those that style doesn't resonate as much anymore. I think a, a Dan Campbell or Sean McVeigh guys like or Mike Tomlin, they, they resonate because 
these cats now, they need something authentic because they're looking on social media all the time and there's nothing real on here, right? You are looking at filtered highlights of a fraction of a day and it's not real. You're comparing yourself to everybody else's highlights. None of them are real or they're getting so much hate on Twitter. They're just seeing hate. So they don't want to get more hate in their own locker room from their head coach. So I just think styles of coaches that are resonating now are a little bit different than they have in the past. And I think you, you know, a, a guy like a Dan Campbell who just, you know, man, this guy is authentic, you know, really authentically driven with these guys. It resonates a lot. Um, and I think even more positive reinforcement with these guys instead of ruling with fear works a lot better these days. What do you think Belichick would say if Kraft came to him and said, I want you here. Um, you can coach as long as you want to coach, but Bill, we got to make a change with personnel and we got to bring in a GM. What would he say? Hmm. I don't know. Cause I haven't asked him. What do you think he'd say? I think we'd all say, no, he'd be like, no, I'm not doing no, that. I mean, it's all his right. people there. I don't think he would do yeah, it. I no. don't think he, I don't, I don't, or he'd say, fine, I'm bringing in my guy. So right. it's still him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think we all see it's not rosy there in New England right now. No. And I don't think Bob Kraft is just going to sit there and say, okay, you could just do this for another couple of years also. I just don't think there's that, that carte blanche everybody thinks there is. Yeah. I, I think we can see the end. The question is, how do we get right now to the end? One more thing before we end here, and that's what's going on in Carolina. Obviously, they haven't won, and, and they thought they'd be a little bit better. They can't protect Bryce Young. They really don't have anyone to stretch the field. Um, but there's this thing going around, and Rich mentioned it yesterday as well. Rich said, not putting words in his mouth, guys, we all agree, I'm, I'm going to say this the right way, that he hears that they might have wanted C.J. Stroud, but David Tepper pushed them towards Bryce Young. Have you heard that? No, I think they always – I always thought they liked Bryce Young. I don't want to get, go against Rich. No, no, of course. I've, yeah, I've always heard they liked Bryce Young from, like, the start. Um yeah, I've, I've never heard anything differently. I think they, that's the guy that they had targeted all along. What did you think of, of Frank Wright talking about yesterday or two days ago? Different kinds of ownership. There are some owners, he said, that want to meet with you all the time. Yep. And he talked about, obviously, David Tepper. He was answering a question, but it, it kind of opened up a window there where now people want to peer in and go, is everything yeah. cool there? Listen, I, I've, I've talked to certain owners, and I've said, listen, the guys who, who get involved a lot and met a lot and things like that, I said, listen, would you take – a Mike Tomlin or Bill Belichick or John Harbaugh or Kyle Shannon, the best coach in this league. Would you let them run your business? They're like, oh, no, totally different. I'm like, then why do you think you can make a second-round mm -hmm. pick? Like, just let these guys do their jobs, right? And, and the guys who don't do that, because these GMs, these personnel guys, they're working their butts off. It's nonstop. You couldn't just suddenly come in to their financial corporation and figure out how to work their books. Same thing. I don't care who you are. And I think that's where they get in trouble a lot. Just let your guys who you've hired – Trust yourself that you've hired the right guys to do that job and let them do that job. And that's where you get in trouble. That's where you end up having somebody step in and say, let's go get a Johnny Manziel here. Right? It just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. And I, I still, like, I know people want to write off Bryce Young already. That is absolutely ridiculous. It's been five yeah. games. They can't protect him. Well, people are trying to write off two also, and look what he's done. you got to give exactly. these guys some time to, right, I mean, you have to give them time to develop. That's the whole thing developing a quarterback it used to be we're going to bring the quarterback in we'll let him just sit behind somebody and develop and that was fine now they're like we're going to throw you in there and we hope you develop really fast but it still takes a few years to develop in this league yeah you know what he looks like he looks like a rookie quarterback it, just yes. because cj stroud's playing lights out doesn't mean bryce young is not going to get there eventually as well jay it's always a pleasure man i know you're busy today doing a bunch of these we appreciate your time man hope to see you soon 
Love you, brother. Appreciate it. Likewise. Jake Glazer, everybody, live from New York. On the set coming up Sunday here in L.A. on Fox NFL Sunday. The A-team, by the way, as mentioned, calling Browns Niners. Niners. Yeah, everybody. We got Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson and Aaron Andrews and Tom Rinaldi. And you. You'll be there on the radio. I'll be there as well on the radio. That's not what I'm getting at, but thank you very much. Yes, I'm very excited. Very, 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 very. No, you should be. You're a lifelong Browns fan. This is probably a bucket list thing for you. It is. I I don't want to gloss over that. I think that's so cool. It is quite honestly, like, I got to have this conversation with Rich one of these days because this has kind of popped up only in the last couple of days, so he and I have not discussed it. But I was thinking about it yesterday, like, how would he feel to call a Jets game? How would you call feel to call a Pats game? Or or TJ, a a Cowboys game? Fenway and Colorado, it would be the greatest thing ever. The greatest thing ever. As I said, I hate the circumstances. Sure, Jim Donovan is, is fighting the good fight, and we hope that he's back soon. I, I truly, truly, truly hope that he's back soon. Um, but, yeah, I used to sit in the stands as a kid and and listen to the games. Chris Rose as well. Chris Rose has done the last couple of games. I'm just tapping in for a little bit. He's got to go do the desk in, in L.A. because Rich is in London, so everyone's just kind of rotating here. But, uh, yeah, used to bring the uh, the little Walkman to the games. Oh, yeah. and. And listen uh, to Neb Chandler call games on the buzzard, <laughs> right? And uh, it's gonna be cool. And hopefully, it's a good game. Your all-time favorite Brown, Andrew. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, it is a good game. Fingers crossed. PJ Walker, or otherwise. Yeah. All right. Coming up, Brockman gives Brockman. you his review of night one of the NHL. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. I did watch. Actually, no, no. I watched a little bit as well. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. The Tony Amani kid in Chicago is that. That's not it. Yeah. Connor Bedard. That's next. Yeah. (laughs) Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers. Roof racks exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Is it true that you met Lorne Michaels as a vendor at Yankee Stadium, the SNL founder? Yep. Is that true? Gate four. Gate four. And I was, I was a kid. And, um... He was they, my friend. So that's Lauren Michaels. That's Lauren Michaels. He came out of the Players Gate, and um, I overcharged him for like three bats and some shirts. 
some Yankee shirts. And then I, when I became a cast member, I gave him back like fourteen dollars and some cents. And he said, "What's this for?" I said, "Cause I overcharged you for some items." <laughs> he started laughing. He started dying. This is when you said Game Four, like what the '96 World Series? Is that what that was, Tracy? Uh, what do you think? Let me see what game, when were you, know, when were you running? It was it was a it was a Derek Jeter. No, no, no. Manningly, I think Manningly was playing. Okay, so that was probably like '95 or something like that. Okay, so yeah, so you're so what were you doing out there? You were selling stuff. So you were scalping tickets. I scalped tickets. I sold souvenirs and I sold cocaine. <laughs> and that's when it was $21 a gram I'm getting 45 regardless of how it go down for me <laughs> so this is true because I live right up the hill so I had tickets, I had cocaine and I had souvenirs <laughs> you had it all that's what you're saying back, I, I, back in the day $20, $21 a gram <laughs> And so you sold hats and bats and stuff like that. And that's how you met. Isn't that don't, amazing? Don't forget the coat. <laughs> you got something in there, Tracy? Tra- Tracy really was Hustle Man from Martin back in the day. Man. I really was. You really was Hustle Man. I was. I was. I, was, I, was, I worked Silver Dance and I was Tony Montana on the side. <laughs> Okay, I want to apologize here to to the radio-only audience, and I'm speaking to the Roku audience here, but in general, I, I've done this a lot the last couple of days. Hi, Andrew, filling in for Rich. I come back, and we have all these great vignettes of great guests that Rich has had here over the years, um, and then I reference them, and the radio audience is probably like, what the heck are you talking about? But we just played a clip of the great Tracy Morgan, and we all have the same reaction. I cannot listen to Tracy Morgan without just cackling uncontrollably. He makes my stomach hurt that because I laugh so much. Like I can watch thirty rock reruns oh, yeah. all day, every day, so good. knowing every line <laughs> and still fall down laughing. And then like answer the phone and say, Here comes the fun cooker, and no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> right? And I totally fanboyed out last year. NFL honors were walking in in Phoenix. NFL honors, real quick, you know, um, now it's done Thursdays. used to be Saturdays at the Super Bowl. They give out all the awards. It's become a great event. It's kind of become NFL prom, okay? Yeah, it's fun. Everybody gets dressed up. Yeah, it's really fun. And you get all these celebs, and and not just like, you know, Hollywood celebs like Tracy Morgan, but but the football world, like the Hall of Famers are there. It's such a cool event. And it's a great way for us in our little world to kind of have an end of the year thing, yep. too, and see everybody and catch up. You haven't seen people since maybe last year or since training camp or whatever. And I, I'm walking in and, and walking kind of zigzagging through the red carpet because God forbid anyone needs my photo. And there's Tracy Morgan. And I was just like, oh, boy, I got I, like this is I got I, I need this. I ha-. So I went up and said hi. And Tim Schlittner from the league office took a photo. And like it was. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. He's that one of the guys fu- hysterical. Just TJ and I were just we were giggling so much during <laughs> yes. that interview. It yeah. was just we couldn't stop. It was not our cheeks hurt afterwards. <laughs> it, was, yeah. gram. it was just so funny. <laughs> I was there on the cocaine. It was just so good. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he used to scam people at Yankee Stadium. It was awesome. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's go to the phones. Rich joins us shortly. 844-204-RICH. 844-204-RICH. Uh, Nathan in Los Angeles. What's going on, dude? How are you doing? I appreciate meeting you and talking to you via phone. Uh, yes, sir. Happy work. to make a phone connection, Nathan. <laughs> so I don't know if you got to catch any of Pat McAfee's show a couple days ago where he showed a clip of Roger Goodell uh, in an interview I think he was doing in the U.K. at the time, and he openly admitted that the scenario he created, the scheduling he created between the Bills and the Jags was meant to test a theory as to just how competitively imbalanced that scenario would be. It's not entirely accurate what he said. Okay, can I can I explain, okay. Nathan? I, are you hold on? Let me. I don't want to cut you off. Are you suggesting inc- that therefore the bills were set up to fail? Is that what you're getting at? I don't think I was purposely set up okay. to fail. I think. But he worded it such as he wanted to see, like this was a test case to him to test a theory of, as to whether or not this scenario would create um, an impossibly imbalanced competitive situation. Yeah, those could not survive. So, so let, let, let me let me let me try to, to to tie some things up there. Nathan, thanks for the phone call. That's not really what they were doing or what he was saying. It's not like, well, can the Bills overcome such a lopsided scenario? That's not what that is. What Goodell said, and yes, this is not a secret, is the league wants to see what it's like having a team there in consecutive weeks. That's all. Yeah. Logistically, how does it work, right? And yes, like, might the Jaguars have an advantage? It's possible. But the Bills could have also gotten there on Monday or Tuesday like the Ravens did. It is not a secret, and that's what Roger said there not putting words in his mouth that the league is looking to add more international games and there are a multitude of scenarios that have been kicked around now for 20 years as to what is the best way to make that work is it keeping a team there permanently are the jaguars going to move there full-time no that is not likely going to happen but maybe you have 16 games in london or 17 now that we've expanded the schedule and two different teams go over there every week would have to be 16, right? So everybody plays in London once a year. That's been talked about. There are a lot of different ideas. Goodell said maybe we have multiple games in multiple towns. Like, look, there's all kinds of ideas for international expansion. And every year you try something new. Last year you tried Germany, right? And now we add a second German game. Maybe next year Spain or maybe next year Brazil. We've had games at Estadio Azteca in Mexico City. Now that stadium's being renovated, we'll get back there eventually. So they're trying new things to try to find out what will work the best. And this year's experiment was keeping a team there for two weeks. But the idea that it's, we're going to keep a team there for two weeks to show you the other team can't win. And I'm putting words in Nathan's mouth a little bit there. That, that's, that's not a fair interpretation of, of what was being done this week. Makes sense? Makes sense. Makes sense. Officially, Deshaun Watson, no practice today to his shoulder. That is the word out of Cleveland. Deshaun Watson will not practice today due to a shoulder that is injury. Not, not trending in the right direction is, for that uh, big game on Sunday. That is not trending in the right direction. I uh, want to go back to something Jay Glazer said real quick here in about a minute and a half before we have the top of the hour. Uh, he said he thinks Kirk Cousins is back next year in Minnesota. Or 
to be specific. He said, when I was there for training camp, I got the impression that they wanted him back next year. Which means another massive contract. I don't care how much money somebody makes, by the way. But I know NFL fans will go nuts. Wait, a fourth contract for this guy? Yeah, it might happen. Dude's played the money game as well as anyone. He's played the money game. Yes, uh, he, has, he, has, he has an A in money management. Yep. Absolutely. That would surprise me, and I think it would surprise a lot of people. It, it surprised you when you heard it, right? It did. Yeah. It did. Especially because, we, you know, we've heard kind of people say in the offseason where it was like, you know, expect kind of a bidding war between the Niners and Rams for Kirk Cousins services. Well, that seems unlikely. I don't think that, the Rams would be part of that. Matt but Stafford yeah. looks good and Brock Purdy mm-hmm. is an MVP candidate now. But where is the market for Kirk Cousins next season? There will be a if market. If he does not come back. I mean, there are, there are is it, so many. How is about it Atlanta? back to Washington? How is about it, Atlanta? Is it Atlanta? If, but Desmond Ritter coming off now his best game in week five. Now that seems Desmond, a little less likely. He played a good quarter and a half. His best game of the season. His best game of the season. He's a young quarterback. You hope he's ascending. Sure. Don't know yet. But where would that team be? Does he really go back to Minnesota? Rich right around the corner. Rich Eisen show, everybody. I know I, on GMFB I, this morning, yeah, uh, I don't know, Kyle. Yeah, I don't know if Viking fans would be super into a three-for-120 return of Kirk Cousins. I think it would be more than that. Three-for-160? That seems outrageous. I don't know. Three-for-135? Listen, fans fall in love with the idea of something new and different. But when you replace any quarterback or any coach, for that matter, you have to ask the question, who's next, and is it truly a better option? Now, I would argue that with Kwesi Adafo Mensa there, who has a Wall Street, a business background, he might take the attitude, it is better to remodel this house with a quarterback on a rookie contract. That would make sense. But you got to find the right rookie, and you have to be in position to get that guy. And how do you best get in position to get that guy? Only they know the answer. But if somebody comes calling for Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson is not coming back anytime soon, and you lose again this week in Chicago, yeah, then now, what? Now we're talking. Now we're talking, and what's it going to cost? And I think as we get closer to the deadline, I think the price comes down. Agree. It comes down. All right? Agree. I agree with you. Rich, step it in here next. You're watching and listening to The Rich Eisen Show, everybody.